This morning, we are going to wrestle with the question, where is God in our suffering? At some point in our lives, as we go through this thing called life, we are going to experience suffering and trouble. It is just part of it. And I don't know your theology, especially growing up and being shaped and formed. We are doing a small group right before this uh, worship service. And I shared with them, you know, my theology growing up was that God was and is all powerful. God knows all things and absolutely everything happens for a reason. And that is one of the biggest myths that I believe that we believe about faith. Books have been written about this. Uh, this is a question that people have wrestled with all of all of Christendom that how is God powerful and good and knowing all knowing and then these tragedies occur and so when we answer that question with well everything happens for a reason God made this happen I don't believe any of us in this room would want to worship a God and give our lives to a God that would uh, you know allow people to murder seven to ten year old little girls to prove a point I've heard things all my life like well you know God let that happen so I'd be stronger in my faith or so that I would grow closer to God well if God is all powerful why does God have to use murders of small children for us to grow closer to God I guarantee you, if you wrestle with these statements, that at some point when we have these answers, like, well, it happened for a reason, if you keep wrestling with it at some point, it does not end up reconciling with the idea that God is all good, all powerful, all knowing, and always present, and God makes these things happen. It's a question that theology classes deal with and will always deal with. So this morning, we're going to finish the line, and I'd like for us to finish it differently than we have. If if you, like me, have been taught that, you know, God makes everything happen for a reason, and, and God is controlling everything, I want us to finish that line differently this morning. I want us to finish it with a verse that is from John 3.16. Perhaps you are familiar with it, perhaps not. I was taught this verse growing up and taught to believe it, you know, so literally. And at some point in my journey, I became averted to this verse. I didn't want to hear it or think about it anymore because it was often used to keep people out of the kingdom of God instead of let them in. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. This morning I'm gonna use a lot of different scriptures and we're gonna look at them a little more in depth but I want us to look at this one just one more time. For God so loved the world, the world, not just you know like this little part of North Carolina or the United States of America or even you know our continent, North America. God loved the world that He gave us His His only Son Jesus, so that whoever would believe in Him would not perish, would not die, but have everlasting life. Now that was like the, you know, panacea. If you would say yes to that verse, then voila, you were a Christian and and then everything else is all good, right? 
No, it, it doesn't work out that way. So first of all, I want us to look at that verse just a little. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever would believe in him. What does it mean to believe in Jesus? It means that we understand that there is this divinity and this power and this energy called God, that God is not contained in a white man with a long white beard on a throne so far away like Mac's image of God was in the movie. That's not God. Jesus is the personification of God. It is the closest example that we can get of what God is really, really like because God is so big, God's never going to fit in our human understanding of God. So God revealed God's self to us through the person of Jesus Christ so that we may understand what it means to really, really live. And to not perish in our anger and in our sadness and in our fear. Those are the things that grasp hold of us and keep us really from experiencing the power and the presence of, of life. We were created as human beings to be in a relationship with the divine. And that relationship is supposed to be one of joy. Now, it does not mean that bad things don't happen in this life, but the whole point of believing in Jesus and, and holding on to that personification of God is so that when we do face tragedies that turn our world upside down, there is something that we can hold on to that gives us life and hope. A friend of mine.